If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What was the worst gift you ever got? When you got me no gift. <laughs> nothing. Not what? anything. Not I, dinner. I, 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 no, no, that was your birthday. Yeah, nothing. That's, but it's not Christmas. I bought you something. It doesn't matter. Christmas you said, what's the worst gift? I'm glad you've got over it, though. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of Couples Quarantine and incredibly could be the last episode, we don't know. I've tried to be Christmassy, Chloe's got a Christmassy onesie on. Um, first of all, how are you babe? I'm okay, yeah, I'm good. A little bit frazzled, just trying to get everything done. Obviously, two, three podcasts, a book, two coaching platforms. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, it's been like absolute carnage this December. I think this is probably the busiest December I've ever had, but... I am aware how lucky I am that I can actually say that because I know uh, that a lot of people out there are really worried and struggling right now. So it's a good thing. And obviously a lot of the people's plans are going to be changed and hammered. So hopefully couples quarantine will bring you a a little bit of light entertainment. Um, Our plans have been thrown into, well, fucked into a cocked hat, I think is the expression. So they put, then everybody was all ready and excited to see each other for Christmas, I'm sure. A lot of you can relate to this. And then all of a sudden, James's family's in tier four. My family's in tier four. Uh, so actually, we're not seeing anyone. Yeah. But, but us, each other and the dog. But it's absolute carnage. Now, the dog that's normally running around, we actually took him to a dog shop for the first time. Pets at home. Let's not plug for pets at home because we didn't. We paid for everything. I think Chloe spent, well, I'm not even going to say what she spent. Too much. But he's now, we took him for a big walk and he's now perfectly sleeping in a bed like an angel. You know, like they say never work with animals and kids. Well, he's been unbelievably well behaved. But Chloe, do you want to tell him what you bought from pets at home? Because you've turned into the mad dog lady and this will really encapsulate it. I bought him uh, a little scarf, which I'm not going to lie, makes him ten times funnier than he's ever been. And it actually matches his coat. It matches his coat. It's got a little bobble on the end of it because, you know, how they tie through the middle. That's how it, they've made it look. And it's got a little bobble on the end of it that's the exact same colour as his coat. So it suits him to a T. Uh, it's like grey and white knitted with a little kind of beige ball. Yeah, lovely. Anyway, Great attention to detail. I also got him um, a flat cap. <laughs> Like a little posh tweed p- A little cap. posh tweed fat, flat cap, which looks absolutely fantastic on him. But if we put it behind the ears, then he gets very grumpy. So he's not wearing it right um, now. But we did manage to get a couple of great photos because we live in a world where, if you don't share it on Instagram, did it really happen? Um, and of course, we bought these ridiculous outfits to just put them on and see whether people like them. But you've also bought him a collar with a miniature bow tie. Oh, yeah, because Bertie. I mean, we didn't name him. We we inherited him as Bertie. And so I just think Bertie wears a bow tie. Bertie does wear Surely. a bow tie, apparently. Um, also, it was our wedding anniversary. Yes. Two years together. Apparently you get less for murder these six days. Six years together. Two so, years Two married. years married, so six yeah. years together. Uh, do you want to tell everyone how, what I pulled out of the bag? Yeah, James, James took me to my to one of our favourite spots in London. It's a hotel called The Lanesborough. It's very yeah. traditional and it's not... Fancy is the wrong word. I would just go with traditional. When I think fancy, I think like the Ritz, but it's not like that. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And then he, we had dinner and then we, we had a massage and then he smoked cigars in the gentleman's garden room and all Cl- night. And Chloe drunk tequila. Um, yeah, I got really drunk. <laughs> I went to bed, made sweet, sweet love, um, relaxed, had uh, breakfast in bed and we were back. And then we were, had another plan. I planned something else for Christmas, which was going to gonna happen. But then London went into tier four and the wheels fell off. Yeah. And now where we are, where we are. You booked Dorchester. I did book the Dorchester. That's a fancy hotel. But it's, I think it's like... Some... Just in case people are rolling, James and I don't give gifts. What we do is we book, we do like a night in a hotel and a dinner. Um, experiences and yeah because we're not really James A doesn't have the time or the knowledge of how to gift, give me a gift well and I do I, I do it's something thoughtful and kind and I I, I do listen to stuff like gold jewellery no, like, what I like I like going I like a like romantic evening yes and then and for you Which I just is, yeah. I can't buy you gifts because you have everything you want and you 
you, you know, you make more money than I've got me everything in you, babe, as well. Yeah, so date nights are our thing. But we, um, we were going to do a drinking game with Christmas, right? We were going to get steaming a shot of beer um, on the hour, or sorry, on the minute, every minute. But unfortunately, old Foodleman's over here has not been that well, and we don't think combining a huge drink off is a great, <laughs> is a great, is a great idea. But we've always got a theme of this show, which was all about Christmas, Christmas nightmare, presents, nightmares, and then we're going to do a bit of business as usual. But we left off last week's show with Chloe. Well, first of all, if you listen to the episode, please go back, or haven't, please go back and listen to it. But we're coming up with names, and I I um, came up with a couple for Dirty Movies, uh, Temple of Poom, um, Raiders of the Lost Arse. <laughs> Chloe, we were talking about some serious matters, and the whole way I could tell Chloe's attention wasn't on the show, because she went, she's like straining, and like when a kid goes off into the corner of the room and does a poo. Chloe's face was that, and she came and went, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Boob. <laughs> Right. I actually think that sounds like a riveting movie. Yeah, I mean, a big goblet of boob. It depends. Right, I don't know. But how big is a goblet? But then you, you finished Madonna off. Madonna made a career out of goblets of boob. You, she did. <laughs> Road cones of boobs. What did you finish with, though? Oh, um, oh, Star Wars, Return of the Japside. <laughs> Return of the Japside. Which I actually thought was the best one it ever. It was great. With them. Now, Chloe, I want you to give me a thumbs up on these because we've got these is sent this in. This is from Ollie. Well, we're not, yes, this, this is, is from one of yeah. my clients, and yeah. he literally uh, messaged to me when he did it and was like, just so you know, I've sent a great list of. Okay, are you guys at home? Let us know. Please uh, tweet us or, or Instagram us, uh, Couples Quarantine Pod, Couples Quarantine. Uh, you'll be easily be able to find us with the, the funny red caricature drawn by. Um, Oh, Angry Bunnies. Name. Angry Bunny illustrations. Fantastic guy on Instagram. Right. Forest Cum Dump. Oh, that's a bit... Ugh. I find that would probably be a gay movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be for gay, for gay men. Do you um, watch gay porn? No. Have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> As if you fucking, on the Christmas episode, have come porn. at me for that. Yeah, I mean, like this, I've seen it. I've gone into Prowler a few times. It's on the it's on the cameras. You can't, I love you can't, Prowler. You can't not anybody, see it. Anybody who's not from London comes to London, go to Soho and go to Prowler. It's such a good but show. But you know what? I had a big moment because the Jurda's dad calendar, which I talk about in my autobiography, What a Flank, a great Christmas present. But um, it's uh, it a very famous calendar. It was the biggest selling calendar in Europe and the biggest selling gay calendar. And I was on the front cover of it when I walked to the Prowler the first time and I was looking at some sex toys. Um, just a real big sort of butt plug for myself. <laughs> I'm joking, it wasn't. I thought you didn't have sex before me. I didn't. I didn't. I was thinking about it, like just oh, prepping. Right. right. Research. Research. Like you've got to research. Yeah. Like, you know, um, you know like, let, let, let seven years to be a doctor, but don't let you doctor for at least a couple. You know? <laughs> they don't let you doctor. It's Do- not a verb. Doctoring is a thing. It, it, it uh, is, actually. To doctor. Yeah, to doctor. Are you doctoring right now? Oh, I'm doctoring. I, well, I'm doctoring would be to uh, fiddle with uh, a document. I'm doctoring a document would be to oh, uh, yeah, yeah. doctor a passport with or doctor a th- no yeah anyway carry what on what I'm saying so anyway I went in there and when I came to buy what I was buying the guy who was doing a double taking went yo and I thought this is a big moment for me because no one ever recognised me went, yo are you on the front cover of the calendar I was like yeah and they were like lads and all these people like perusing tight pants huge dillies like everything came and stopped and I had a little moment I had a little photo with everyone it was a big day yeah you're, 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 you're the happiest when you get gay attention oh yeah because it's such a compliment women wouldn't even piss on me if we're on fire why do you absolute... keep saying because I it? don't get that I, you know you've seen who's interested in me and it's you know. you're very attractive I get comments on Instagram all the time mm. like Chloe's so lucky well I'm, I get comments all the time how lucky I am with you Oh, People always like, I do, everyone's hurt. like, shut the fuck okay. up and move on. Shaving Ryan's privates. Good, yeah, I heard it before, good. Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> I imagine that'd be a game. Like a date again. with him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is a bit of a niche one. Reservoir Dogging. Great, and great movie too. But I reckon, thing is, I reckon Reservoir Dogging would be for those people who used to send in their pictures of their vagina and tits to like razzle or escort for 20 sheets. You know those big, big, pink, big red vaginas we got shaving rash? Right. I'm just thinking of all the reservoir dogs now. Debbie from dogging. Deb- Mr. Pink, how appropriate. Oh, Debbie from Norwich with a big fanny, big fat vagina. We're getting paid twenty sheets. Um, Why does she have it? What makes a vagina big and fat? Well, no, it's just you know because they're bigger ladies, you know, and they've got a big sort of they got the, so offensive. No, <laughs> people who people who listen to this, fuck off. People who listen to this, right? Who know about escort and razzle back in the day? Nave club. Right, all these porn things. Nave, yeah, K N A V E. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't come up with come. I'm not in charge. I'm also Paul Raymond. I'm not making up these porn mags, right? Escort was the one. So you get a copy of Escort. You get like Deb. Uh, you know, you get like Claire from North Hants, right? 
and she's a picture of a vagina, but she, oh, she's a bigger lady. It's a big old vag, but it's got shaving rash. It's red, so it looks like a big smack. To, like, yeah, it's you know the what I'm most offensive thing. Chloe, right, let's Chloe, move on. right, okay, fine. <laughs> Fucking right in. Tell me I'm a can, but it's true, right? Batman instead of Batman. Oh, fine, great, good, simple. Cominator. Great. <laughs> bend it in, bend it in Beckham. Imagine that's. I think game a few movie. people would like to do yeah. that. Top come. Great. I like the easy ones. Escape from New Pork. I don't get it. Escape from New York. It was with... Uh, no, I know, but what's New Pork? New York. New Pork. Porking bird. Porking. Uh, okay. No, not no, Okay. The Coming Man. So the Running Man. Good. Uncle Fuck. Instead of Uncle Buck. Very good. I like these simple ones. <laughs> this is terrible, Ollie. You're going to hell. Blood Sport. Oh, oh of, uh, very good. Yeah, very you, you good. Know, like yeah, Van Damme movie. Yeah. Do you know what? The, one year I went to Spain, um, and the Spanish is quite fruity, and I went to a Spanish porn um, establishment, uh, and you know, I was there and I was looking around, and I, I didn't even know that like period play was a thing. Uh, that was shocking. And then I didn't know like period play with like women p- putting needles through their boobs was a thing. I Shocked know, me. I know a female celebrity. There's a story. <laughs> There's a story about a female celebrity and at a party and one of one of my friends walked in and there were two two guys yeah. and her and it was a blood sport. Right. No, I'm not and they that. told me about it not and I was that. like, all I've ever wanted to do is ask her about it and I never will. But I want to be like, how is this a thing? I know, it's t- t- terrifying. Right. Do you know what the worst porn title of a name video I've ever seen? It shocked me to the very core of my existence. <sighs> Granny incest period porn. Oh, that's distressing. <clears throat> That, that was a cover of a porn title I saw. I was uh, like, uh, there's not one part of that no. that I couldn't relate to. No, uh, no. Being never wanted to knock in a granny. Well, Period, I'll granny, take it. I feel like granny, granny porn. Oh, no, freshgrannies.com. Fresh grannies. Yeah. Fresh grannies. Known a couple, to, like mouldy grannies. I, I know a couple of guys who are into a granny look. Oh, grannies. Yeah. Not like, not like old, old, but like older. I mean, that's a, those are cougars. No, no, no. Milf, cougar, no, and your no, granny. No, no, A cougar is a milf and a milf. Granny, is a I'm talking about a coo- kicking a Zimmer frame away. A cougar and a milf are the same thing. Yeah, I don't mean like Jack, like granny. I mean like sexy. Okay, so I know somebody who is like, at, she's in her seventies. She's beautiful, glamorous, and cool as fuck. Right. Like that kind of granny. All right. The breakfast chub. Should get your chub on. Another word for erection. Oh yeah, chub. That's a very American thing, isn't Porn it? Porn tune. Is opposed very to the good. Tune. Very good. Coming to America. Good. Very good. Great film. Pile driving Miss Daisy, maybe my favourite. That's very good. Cum juice instead of Beetlejuice. Yeah, not good. Enough. And my favourite of all, this wasn't uh, put in by Ollie's, Beverly Hills Cock. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. So I like those ones. Um, Top Cum, I thought was great. Top Cum. This is Couples Quarantine. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Couples Quarantine. Now, I know, Chloe, you've been snooping around and actually worked out a little bit about what's going on today, but this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens, a comprehensive nutritional beverage. (laughs) Yeah, with so many stresses in life, it can be really difficult to get in enough fruit and veg, aka micronutrients that our bodies really need. But this is where Athletic Greens can help you out. Their daily all-in-one greens powder is easily added to your day-to-day life with zero worry or fuss. Do you know what? It's actually really tasty because some green supplements are a little bit ugh, but Athletic Greens does an awesome job packing in 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including multivitamins, minerals, probiotics, green superfoods. I know I sound like an absolute keno scientist here, but of course I read the boxes. Mm-hmm. It was my daily reading for the day. It also increases energy and focus and aids with digestion and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need, I don't believe this, to take multiple products. Athletic Greens is one formula based on the latest research, investing in absorbable and natural sources of each ingredient and going above and beyond in third-party testing to ensure that their customers receive the highest quality supplement. It's lifestyle-friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free, no thanks, and contains less than one gram of sugar without compromising on taste. And I've tried this and I agree. I give it my Haskell seal of approval. (laughs) So right now, Athletic Greens will support your immune system during the winter months and they're offering our audience a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 
five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit the link today. You'll basically never have to buy vitamin D again. Sorry, did you say a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs? Yes. Can we? Can I claim that? <laughs> I'm sure you can. Oh, I know it's inside a trading, but all you have to do to, to win this incredible prize is simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash couples and join health experts chloe athletes me and health conscious go-getters around the world to make a daily commitment to their health every day again for the slow reader group simply visit athleticgreens.com slash couples and get your free year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs this is couples quarantine Obviously, we, we put out a few things on social media as to what people's worst gifts were. Uh, we've had some pretty pretty interesting ones. I mean, Chloe, if you'd like to, I've circled the ones that are interesting. Maybe we should start with our own. Oh, fine, fine. Yeah, good idea. What was the worst gift you ever got? When you got me no gift. <laughs> nothing. Not well, anything. Not I, dinner. I, 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 no, no, that was your birthday. Yeah, nothing. That's, but it's not Christmas. I bought it you doesn't matter. Christmas it's, you said, what's the worst gift? I'm glad you've got over it, though. Yeah. I'm glad that you've got over it. Definitely haven't forgot, you know, like harboured no, no. that. And, and I quote, I have more important things to do. And the more important thing that he had to do was DJ. <laughs> How important is DJ? Don't tell Carl not Cox important. he's got important shit to do. You're not, not Carl Cox. <laughs> I'm pretty similar. Are people you? have said, people have said, people, you? Have gone, people have seen me and gone, oh yes, oh yes. You are a big man, I'll give you that. You're welcome. You're not black, so there's a problem number Look one. How cute the dog is, yeah? I know, he's so sweet. Yeah. You're also not a mega superstar DJ yet no but I am a mega superstar in my own mind fair play you are a mega superstar I'm absolute sportsman. Chloe please it was a joke I'm nothing like Cole Cole no sportsman no I'm in not that no I'm not sphere. no bloody not but I like where your head's at do you want to know my worst present pillows that your ex gave you and you were like yeah but I haven't who? told that story because you, you we started this James story. tells the story all the time right. who buys somebody pillows right let me explain right. Chloe's ruining everything <laughs> such a bitch okay really boring story it's not a boring story so Gracious okay imagine stuff. this right I've been with someone for a while and I decided to go you know go big guns throw money at the problem I, you know I didn't want to think about it so I thought I thought that wasn't a problem the problem of like, what the fuck do I get? Okay, fine. Right, so got, <laughs> turns out there was a lot of problems. There was a big problem at the end. There was a massive problem at the end and she broke up with me six months later um, after cheating on me. Um, but this isn't even the one you're thinking about. This is the, this is I the know other. who right, this all right, is. Fine. So, I had bought a Chanel quilted handbag for her, gone all out. Those of you who know that... Can I also just say, bravo, because there are very few things that, that you can buy somebody that are guaranteed to stand the test of time and never be a bad buy. Yeah. And a Chanel quilted handbag is very top of that Agreed. list do you, do you like one you can never go wrong with that gift i don't care for handbags but, no, but if you, you gave me one i'd be like holy fuck Fine. noted such good taste everything recording right so anyway i um first of all i gave her a stocking and, and I, I you know i've talked about ultimate gifting chloe might ask me about that later but but it's really caring stocking together well can uh, we ask you <laughs> she might do yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I'm not even drunk enough to do this. So basically, I'm quite tipsy. Are you? You've only had a, you've only had a know, sip of beer. I know, but I didn't have a break, big breakfast. Oh, yeah. So basically, right, they've done a stocking. She has, I put her stuff down, she's emptied the stocking out and gone, is that it? No, and not knowing there's a fucking handbag under the tree that cost a fortune. Can I just intercept at person. this point in the yes. story? Yes. James always references this girlfriend as like they never argued until oh. the end when they broke up. They had this like kind of fairy tale romance where that never, never Chloe, a rude think, word I think was uttered. Time has, has made it, has altered it. It was well, a fucking nightmare the whole way through. How is that? How is that not one of the worst things anyone could ever say to someone when you give them a gift? Is that it? I mean, oh, that's what I mean. Vile I know person. what a cunt, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Lydia so, over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, whoop. so anyway, they, um, they, uh, it's, anyway, to, to, and I was like, in my mind, if you've ever seen the movie Star Wars, I wanted to choke her out with my the, using the Force, just kill her in front of my parents. Not, not a problem. Just go. Did she say that in front of your? Yes, dad? everybody. It was the most awkward. I was like, "I'm, you're going to hell," and I would, I would happily chop your head off now in front of everyone. And do you know what? My mum and dad would help me hide the body. Right? Yeah, they would. <laughs> Violence is not the answer, people. But Karen. unless you can use the Force, and then it's. Fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's no evidence. <laughs> there's evidence. This person just she, randomly wait, dropped she dead. She died. Throat closed, and she died. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and then basically, she then proceeded to give me my big present it was big presents on the tree I thought oh she's gonna do well this year she gave me pillows for a bed not not pillows like neck pillows like temper pillows like neck support pillows 
the pillows that you use like deck you know for ornamental pillows the thing that women cover beds in the unnecessary shit that i cannot understand you would ever want like like extra bed covers isn't there a stand-up routine about this i think there is somewhere about well, pillows maybe on beds, and maybe. you're like, get rid of it, get yeah, rid of it, get. Or yeah, maybe it's a scene in a film. It is, yes. It's, it's a long came Polly. There with, you um, go. Yeah, yeah Ben Stiller. Yeah, he's like trying to make the bed, and she's like, make the bed. And he makes it, and he's like, fuck the pillows, and she makes him stab the pillows. Yeah, that's why I felt. So I open them as pillows. I was like, you're, she goes, you're for the new bed. I was like, mm, yeah, thank you. And then she got the handbag, and then she was blown away, and then she she broke up with me six six months later. So that was. Um, <laughs> and why did she break up with you? I can't remember. Um, I can. It's in your book. What happened? She was cheating on oh, the tennis instructor. Yeah, yes, yes, so yes. She, clearly she was a great person. Yes. I'm, I'm so sorry that uh, you had such a wonderful fairy tale romance so at the end. Um, <laughs> sounds like hell. So those are our presents. Um, what we asked out the audience, who is grow, ever growing, thank you so much for all of you who supported. We could do a little recap as well on, on what we've liked. You know, last Chloe put her under a lot of pressure, a bit like Jeremy Paxton, Paxman. Um, Paxton is the guy that makes um, stuffing. What? Um, I kind of fancy Jeremy Paxman. Do you? Yeah. I look nothing like it. Well, I don't look anything like Beyonce. And I don't fancy Beyonce. Her, she, Jennifer Lopez. Yes, I mean, that is very exactly. Cool. Right. Um, you know, I'm the only, like, person I know that, like, doesn't fancy her. I think she's amazing, yeah. but I don't, like, fan- I don't... That's fine, you don't have to. Everybody loves her. Fancy her. I just get confused. What am I missing here? You don't, it's not every... I, I, lot, you, you and I don't fancy a lot of the same people. Yeah, true. Go on, right. I fancy your sister... <laughs> Shouldn't exist. Right, go on. So, what you had? What are your responses? Obviously, can you not tell? Like, just with five seconds of listening to me, that I come from a whole house of men. I think just gobby anyway. Gobby, gobby, gobby. Um, okay. The worst present that you've ever been given: herpes. Wow. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Um, a plaster cast on my ex-boyfriend's willy. This isn't actually a thing, right? So, if you go to sex shops or online, you can do something called clone a willy, which you do at home using plaster have of Paris. You done it? I have. Fuck off! I have. Who got the the gift? It, it came out. It looked like um, <laughs> it looked like. Do you if you've ever seen the movie? Um, uh, oh, what's it called? Labyrinth with David Bowie. God rest his soul. There's a bloke in it called. Oh God! Um, I mean, can we just all take a second? Yeah, he was the boy. Wasn't he it? was just everything. There's a guy in it called. Bo- um, Oh, the main characters, right? No, no, I don't care. Just tell the story. Well, no, no, he's he's named Gobble or Boric or Gollock. He's I look, it looked like his nose with the vibe. Oh, I know who you're talking it. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it now. Um, right, you tell the right, next one. And so, what you didn't give it in the end? I wasn't give it. It was just a bit of fun no, on, on a rainy ironic, day. Because when you think of that, you would think that the penis would be like you know drenched in foreskin. If that's how it came out. No, it just it was just it, basically I moulded it without using a measuring jug, like proper stuff. Hadn't rested it, and it was just terrible. I was like Blue Peter. Who were you giving it to? Please say it was a girlfriend. It was a girlfriend. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Christmas. Just give it to my mum. No, that's right. No, after the end of the day. Um, now I know I'm not going to come home with you tonight, but I'd like you to take this in my place. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. Oh, Hoggle. It looked like Hoggle's nose in Labyrinth. Jareth is David Bowie and Hoggle. Please get Google Hoggle. Look, it came out looking like Hoggle's nose. Oh, you look a bit like Hoggle. I don't know if you can see Hoggle right there. <laughs> anyway, right, what have you got next? Um, okay, my boyfriend's mum got me Femfresh White. <gasps> what would you do if my old dear got you Femfresh White? I would think you'd had a conversation with her and I would be mortified from her and from you and I would absolutely ask the question behind closed doors why I did once have a partner who used to have snail trail underwear um, and mum made, made a comment your mum made a comment because she'd obviously left them on the floor mum wow. came to clean the room and was like You're, that's not very nice of your mother no 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 no, no I didn't make a comment to her oh made a comment to you yeah and was oh, like, okay fine you know could you not I was like it happens sometimes. It does. Uh, women will tell you. I'll tell you right now. Sometimes shit like that happens. Yeah. Just like uh, I can't think of any boyfriend I've had who hasn't left a skid mark. Yeah, apart from me. <laughs> apart from me, cheeky cat. Right. At 16, my girlfriend sent me a T-shirt with her wearing a picture of my uh, of her wearing fishnets and she opened it in front of her, his parents. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Just fishnets. I imagine just fishnets. I mean, I don't know if I would care. The thing is, right, you know when, like, people, like, all photos get leaked of them and yeah. stuff and they freak out? 
if they've sent the photo, if the photo hasn't been taken of them, but they've mm. sent it to yeah. this person and then it's leaked, which by and large tends to be what happens here, right? Yeah. I don't know that I would care if everybody saw it because I'd be like, yes, I have a body. Yes, I have a sex life. And I sent this photo because I thought I looked fucking bad yes, in yes. it. So actually, like, why do people get... I do, look, I, I don't mean to be insensitive. I get why people would be upset. But I'm also like, you like the photo because you sent it. There's nothing wrong with being naked. You have a great body. And there's nothing wrong with being sexual. Especially when it's, like, to their boyfriends or husbands. Or but something. the like, issue is the that you girls don't just take one photo. You take 30 before you choose the right one. And then a lot of them, maybe the offcuts get left in, in iCloud. No. The stuff that would end up in the cutting room floor gets all published. Well, that, I would be mortified. That's what <laughs> I mean. Like, no, not that photo. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's one. what I mean. I mean, I would just be like, guys, I'll just look, just promise me you won't put that one and I'll give you a better one. Yeah. Well, I like it, but I don't think you have a choice because it's some Russian pervert slash hacker. Yeah, I think if it's a hacker, you don't have a choice. If I it mean. was the press, there would oh, yeah. absolutely be a game oh, of chess. Of course it would. Yeah, of course it would be. Um, an umbrella, now obviously an ex partner. Give me someone an umbrella. Yeah, that's pretty shit. Unless it was like a designer umbrella. Like if you got no. me a Chanel umbrella, with like a black one with like the big white Chanel emblem, I'd be like, that's. Sick. Unless you gave an umbrella like Penguin has out of Batman, where I can rotate it, hypnotizes people, fires guns at the end of it, or like, or, or uses a helicopter. Why have the new Batman films not had Penguin in? Because he's without a doubt. Is it the new one? Oh, is it? Who's is playing it? him? Senor Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Happy Pingu. Feet. Pingu has is maybe he's progressed from kids movies to actual movies. Have you seen the duck in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas that with like the rotating yeah. head? Yeah, terrifying. That they they open in the morning. Yeah. that could be. Anyway, uh, right, an extension lead, and it wasn't funny. <laughs> uh, a saucepan, specifically for making sauce. A saucier is the guy that makes sauces in a, in a, in a restaurant, just letting you know that. Very um, good. I'd quite like a sauce saucepan, but I don't know how to make sauces. Even though when I'd, I've cooked you movies, I've made sorry, a white sorry. sauce and stuff. Is, and I'm aware that I cannot say this word. It's a saucepan, not always just for making sauces. You would think that, but I don't think so. There's a range of sizes and specific ones. Um. Penis shaped pasta. I would take it. What, the penis or the penis shaped pasta? Both. Classic you. Um, an oven glove and tea towels very nearly used to suffocate the bastard. Oven gloves and the tea towels, like that is, couldn't be more of a sexist thing. Loads of soap. <laughs> Men went through this phase where they would go into Lush in Covent Garden. I'm a Londoner, but I'm yeah. sure that this will apply to anybody else. Right, fucking Dick Van Dyke. I'm a Londoner. Chim 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 The hat and the yeah. scarf. Bertie oh, what's that, Governor? I'm a Londoner. Calm down. <laughs> my dad wrote a porno. Yeah. <laughs> it was in heaven. It was like Nelson Mandela was chatting to Dick Van Dyke, and they were like, "He's still alive." <laughs> still alive. I know. My dad wrote a porno. One of the best podcasts. It's so funny. ever. <laughs> it was like. Are we listening to that in the, in the car later? We should. Oh, my God. I'm laughing remembering it. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Last year, I bought my boyfriend a Nintendo Switch, and he bought me a neck pillow. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> I got absolutely wankered on Christmas Eve a few years ago and pissed up the tree and all over the presents. Oh, I have a story like this. I have two stories like this. Go on, then. So, first thing on the Christmas tree, my dad... <laughs> <laughs> a couple of Christmases ago, my dad was filling up his uh, car with petrol, and it was in London. It was icy and snowy. And when he went to the into the um, station to pay, he slipped on like black ice and fell down and like fucked his elbow, fucked his back so much that he ended up having to have surgery. Anyway, they gave him these like really strong painkillers right off the bat and sent him home. Um, <laughs> So he was drinking and taking these like super strong painkillers and he went all funny. Like me and my brothers were like sitting on the stairs watching him in the kitchen. And me and there's a few of us, like there's four of us in total, just sat there watching him in the kitchen. And he was just walking around the kitchen, like talking to himself, saying like mostly inaudible things, then every now and again be like, the fuckers have drunk all the gin. <laughs> me and my brothers don't drink gin, we just don't touch gin. So we were like wow, dad's really pissed. Like, we didn't know he was taking yeah. painkillers. Really, he's really fucked. Anyway, we went to bed that night. The Christmas tree was, as, as you would expect, green with baubles on it. Yes. Came down the next morning, the whole Christmas tree, and I mean every branch from top to bottom, covered in fake snow. And there were like four cans of fake snow under the tree. And we were like, who did this? Like when we all went to bed and we were the last ones in bed, like what has happened? And my dad came down, he was like, this is so weird. We 
couldn't figure it out but an hour later he was like cooking christmas lunch and he was like oh my god i remembered what happened he slept walked it slept is that how what's the past slept walked slept walked in the night came down to the tree took out these cans of fake snow that we had but we decided not to use because we thought they were tacky covered the whole tree in fake snow woke up while he was finishing off the job was like mortified, dropped the cans and went to bed. So he'd got up and done that, which I thought was absolutely I love hilarious. that from your dad. I want to meet Hi Richard. Oh my God, he's so funny when he's like, like I've only ever seen it once or twice, like, but it's when he like mixes painkillers with drinking. It's just mm. so funny. Terrible combination. And then, <laughs> nobody do that. And then uh, another story, once my very first boyfriend, Ben, I woke up. you never quite got over? He'd go, no, oh, we're like, we're good. So we were together for like five years and he was like a big like drum and bass raver. So yeah. he would like go out all night and he left school at 16. So he would like go out all night raving. He was a, a club promoter. He had two really big nights in Manchester. <clears throat> Platoon, if anyone's listening and into drum and bass, I'm sure you know it. Um, he had two really big nights and that was his job. I was still in school, so I had to go to sleep at like a normal mm. hour. Once I woke up at like four in the morning and I could hear, like, you know, when you pour water out of something and it yeah. like hits a hard surface, yeah. like I can't do the noise. Yeah. And I could hear it. No, it hits a hard surface. Oh, fine. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I looked around the room and I could see Ben in the corner of the room. And I was like, what was he doing? I turned on my bedside light. He was peeing into my mum's that she'd given me vintage brown leather mulberry bag. And it's never been the same. Oh, what? Because it smells or it's been stained? It's stained and it smells. Yeah. Well, I washed it. Yeah. But yeah, it was bad. Yeah, fucked it. I mean, I, we've got a very good friend who was, um, was at our wedding, master of ceremonies. Won't mention his full name. Robbie. Stop <laughs> dobbing people in. You're such a bitch. Funny. Robbie got steaming. Robbie and I went used to go out on Christmas Eve, um, Christmas Eve evening every year, um, and uh, to a place in Ascot, and we used to get steamed up. Oh, and I gosh. and I went home. Rugby boys. We used to get steaming in Ascot. Ascot, darling. Fuck off. Right. And uh, Robbie went back that year, and he shat in the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mum came in and went fucking mad on Christmas Eve. Called him a dirty pig, a re- home wrecker. Um, and basically the whole of Christmas was ruined because he shat in the wardrobe. <laughs> he shat And this is like the, the best behaved person. They're the nicest, best behaved, kindest, sweetest, most intense person shat in the wardrobe. Intense. No, no, int- intensely kind. Sorry, what? Yes. Not like as intense. I was like, like, yeah, I'm not- a serial killer. I think um, we're more intense than he is. Um, I've also got a couple of other Christmas nightmares for people who've done stuff terribly. It said, um, it, basically, uh, where am I here? A guy went back on uh, Christmas Eve night to a girl's house um, and he woke up early and tried to do the grown-up thing of like sneaking out before she woke up, obviously, on Christmas Day. Um, and as he was getting dressed, he noticed her dog was lying on the floor next to bed, furiously licking the inside of her knickers. It almost vomited and legged it out there as fast as possible. That makes me feel sick. Ah, imagine feel that. Sick. Imagine that. It's terrifying. Oh, Bertie's like, Ugh, don't talk to me about that. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
So yeah, buying clothes is always a bit of a nightmare, but there's a story here that I think um, is, is an interesting one, mainly from a man's point of view, not necessarily a woman's, but we got this sent in from someone asking about Christmas sort of problems. I was once on holiday with the lads in the US, and before coming home, was trying to panic buy something for the missus for Christmas. Couldn't remember any of her sizes, so found a girl in the shop that looked the same shape as her and asked her to try on some clothes for me. To my surprise, she said yes. She was keener than I thought, so I kept getting skimpier and skimpier in the outfits I was choosing. It was fantastic. Anyway, the missus was delighted with what I chose, and it fit perfectly. Massive Brian points to me. James, what are your tactics for buying clothes for Chloe? Don't do it. Don't do it unless she's specifically shown you something out. Because that's the key that men always forget, because men don't really listen. Is you walk past and say, what do you, what do you like, and get specifics, and then go and come back to it later. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd never spontaneously try to buy any clothing for anyone. I, I highly doubt that he told her how he managed to find something. No, of course he didn't tell her how he managed to find it. Just but skimpier and skimpier and skimpier. I mean, I would be fuming if you did that. <laughs> like, really angry. Yeah, but maybe I was trying different things. Like, could you come back out on a thong? Just to see where it fitted. <laughs> no? Oh, God. See, this is where, like, in my internal head, I go sexist when I just go, I hate men. <laughs> yeah. We know that. It's become abundantly clear on this podcast. Um, Isn't it so funny that I married the manliest of men? This is difficult when you go around to your in-laws and parents and try to get away with a bit of, like, do you have sex in your parents' house? I like, know, yeah. at Christmas? I do. Like, even these special occasions, do you think it's worth, like, do you, do well, you it depends. Know? it depends on the house. Like, my parents are nowhere near my room. Fine. Nowhere near it. So it's absolutely not a problem. However, if we were wall-to-wall, fuck no. Absolutely not. Do you have any advice, though, for people to survive this Christmas period with families because mums can get quite possessive of their sons and being in a, in a yeah. tight family relationship can be a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, I'll tell you how to survive it. Fine. Be like water. Fluid, move, doesn't matter, not about you. Family dynamics are tricky even when they're your family. If you're talking about your partner's family, it's got fuck all to do with you. All the issues are set in stone. Don't take it personally. If any, this is what I do with your family. Mm-hmm. Any drama... Mm-hmm. that I'm either involved in or just observing, just find entertaining, like just laugh at mm-hmm. it, because it's got nothing to do with me if there's a drama kicking off, even if it's about me, because I'm like, this is just like so far out of my control. You just sit back and just laugh. And, be, and also, like, enjoy it and be compassionate. Like, look, you know, this is my first Christmas with somebody else's fam. Well, it was going to be, because we're not doing it yeah. now, because everyone's in tier four. It was going to be my first Christmas with somebody else's family. Like, I've not had Christmas with my family before, but I've not been with anyone anyone's family. Um, and that would have been really hard for me. Just, again, personal fucked up reasons. Yeah. That would have been really difficult for me. But then I thought, you know what? It's Christmas. Do it with compassion. Like, go and make other people happy. Like, they're, they're with their son or their daughter, and you're there, and you're all a family together, even if they annoy the fuck out of you. It's a really nice thing to do. And their problem isn't your problem. Yeah. You know, you know, you can't make their, you can't fix them, so, you know, their, their baggage and their shit is theirs, so exactly. just roll with it. Yeah. Now, we talked at the top of the show about us having a little bit of a review. This, we're coming to the end of the 20th show. Mm. It's almost the end of the year. We won't be back until certainly... Um, mid-January or end of January if we are. What's been your highlights of Couples Quarantine? Um, I think the Russell Kane episode. Because he's fantastic. Yeah, I've known him for ages. Um, you, I've, I, knew, I knew him before you, but you got closer to him really quick, didn't you? I always do that like a creep. Um, I always find it really... I, mean, I love watching him do his stand-up. And I think he's so, so funny. And having him on Couples Quarantine being just as funny as he was in stand-up... Like, I, I just thought it was such it was such a pleasure to have him on. And I think he's fucking brilliant. And I feel sad for him that he is now getting the career success that he's been working so hard for for so long. Um, and now he can't work. I mean, I, I find that really, really upsetting. So I'm glad that we I'm glad that we gave him a little bit of a window to just be his funny old self. What about you? Do you know what's real? Look, I've loved every single guest. I think they've brought so many different perspectives on everything. It's made me think, you know, from Salma Elbadani's. I think she was your favourite. Uh, well, it's just, I mean, she's just she's the antithesis of, of everything I am. You know, she's she's a strong feminist woman who has, you know, uh, is very staunch values. And, and has I a strong religious background Yeah, as well. and I thought that was really kind of interesting. Um, those internal struggles, you know, being an outspoken Muslim woman, being you know, sexualising herself—that was really interesting. I love Sam Dowler; I thought he was brilliant. Mm. And there's so many misnomers about 
um, gay men and, and everything else. I thought it was really interesting. I think everybody's brought a, a, something brilliant. You know, Jack Whitehall, you know, revealing that he, you know his dad got so dehydrated he had to hold his hand while his dad shat himself silly in a in a, yeah. in a forest somewhere. Everybody was fantastic, you know, including my my, my best mate Paul Lauren Jones, his wife Zoe. You know, tips for for surviving, um, you know, ch- children, how to keep the sex Everyone life going. Everyone I know that listens to that and said to me, "Are they like they are the dream couple? Like, are they really that dreamy in real life?" And I yeah. was like, "Yeah, they are. They just do you know what's so good about Doris and Zoe? They're just very independent. Yeah, like they do their own thing. They like they don't not like me and you. Like they don't live in each other's pockets. They very much do their own thing." But at the same time, then they have kids together. So they have this big kind of tie yeah. of life together. Yeah, and they, I they just, communicate and I think, really well as well. Well, yeah, because remember he was saying he didn't used to be like that. No. And I don't know how she's done it. She needs to write a book for women, how to train your partner into being able to communicate. Because I can't remember the last time I didn't have a deep and meaningful with Doz. Doz loves a deep and meaningful, especially after a few drinks. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I look. I've really enjoyed the, the 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 podcast. I think it's been really fun and exciting. And what's really blown me away over everything has been the amount of people who have written in. You know, yeah. every week people have been writing to CQ questions at jameshaskell.org. Uh, we're obviously still going to get the emails for, for series two if we do it. Um, and I've been blown away by it. Blown away by the number of interactions. You I know, love like, like how so many of these. This is all the emails printed out. I've got about six hundred more. Do you know what's so funny is that like. Everybody who writes in, it always says, love the show, love the honesty, really respect that you're just like, bored out, just telling it how it is. Like, here's my story, I want to tell you my story, and they want us to read it out. And I think that's like the biggest barometer as to whether or not we're doing anything worth doing. Because look, let's be honest, it's just me and you in front of my friend chatting shit for an hour, right? But that to me means it's worth doing. Yeah, agreed. But it's so interesting then, that like, the big brands and stuff are really terrified Mm. of couples quarantine. They don't want to work with us because they feel like we're quote unquote controversial and offensive. Now, look, it is true that if you're honest, then obviously some people are going to find you offensive and some people are going to find it controversial. But the irony in that is that, like, honesty is the one thing that bands us all together. Like, it's, it's so interesting. So I don't think we would have carried on doing it, to be honest, had it not been for you guys. And I'm so happy that we did. Yeah. And the audience has continuously grown, which is amazing. And I think people are intimidated. There's a lot of people out there pretending. Just look at Christmas adverts. Yeah. Pretending that we're all running through fields, having the best time, <laughs> no one argues, no one has problems, we're all, it's the best thing ever. It's not. The real world is shit, hard, difficult, families are hard, you know, everything's hard and you've got to be honest about it. And, you know, people have sex, people smell, people shit, <laughs> shit, piss, get ill and you've got to own it. Yes, you don't have to necessarily rub it in everybody's faces, but you can talk about it and, and bring, you know, shed light on it. And I think one thing we've done is hopefully... You know, brought some awareness but what I wanted to finish with before we got one more question which is really be directed at you was we, we sort of wanted to do a mean tweets because we've had some we've had some unbelievable feedback on everything we've done but we've had some incredible some mean tweets and I'm going to read one and Chloe's going to read one and it goes like this this is on our um, iTunes it's entitled Why? <laughs> don't disagree already I don't, I don't, agree I'm already on board Okay, so I've never made a podcast. Granted, I'm not a serial hater. Some podcasts are just not for me. But there is a point where comment is necessary. This is simply a pile of bilge from a couple of fortunate souls riding the wave of lockdown as the embers of their celebrity flicker. I don't think I ever regard myself as a celebrity. I'm not a celebrity either. Okay. Celebrity is an opportunity for, for bringing change and compassion or just fun. Is it? Is it really? I didn't realise that was a thing. Yeah, I agree. I think it is fun, though. So okay. that's a matter of opinion. This pod- podcast falls flat on all counts. Swipe yes. away uh, swipe away this dumb tri- tripe from talentless and ugly people. I find it personal. What's, so well, I'm, I mean, I don't know that, if, that we're, you know, aesthetically attractive. I don't think we're going to win any awards for like, modelling. But I do think you that you would. are incredibly talented because you've got 77 caps for England. What the hell does this guy have? And I've got a consistent podcast in the top 10, but don't worry about it. Fine. Um, you don't need to search for far for, for piles of quality. And yes, maybe hate is going to hate, but we're all better than this. Thankfully, for the next pandemic, these two will be useful for the family quiz where you try to remember the names of, of C-list has-beens. I mean, I'll take it. I would 100% take a C-list. I want to be an answer on a celebrity quiz. I think I was an answer on um, who wants to be a millionaire qualifying question once. Shut up. Who's the, what celebrity couple's daughter is named Chloe and it was Richard and Judy. I was like, blah, Do you want to read blah, that one? Blah, this is, blah. This is, I love this though. It, I just, it, it makes me laugh so much. 
Okay. Into, what's it called? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> You're welcome. If you think being a man makes you supreme and you have no sense of equality, this podcast is for you. Aggressive language and outdated ideas form the basis of a shallow show. <laughs> that sounds like my CV. I actually really don't disagree with a lot of it, though. But the thing is, is, I have to agree. Why? But I listen to a lot of podcasts and I think, why? Well, Shag Married Annoyed is number one in the charts yes. every week. Yes. And I listened to it. I listened to one yes. episode and I was like, good for them. Not like that. that I'm so happy for them that they did that but why it's just two people talking yeah. same with like a lot of podcasts it's like why yeah. but you just do it because it's fun and exactly. if you get listeners there you go nobody has to listen don't listen while operating heavy machinery good warning this kind of podcast that makes the listener start to question whether modern podcast technology is uh, of a net benefit to society or whether the old days of talk radio were in fact preferable in every way talk radio instead of things sir um the fact that this couple will feel the need to air this semi-therapeutic drivel is a sad indictment of the times we live in. They, they write really well. Articulate. You know, all of them have written yeah. quite well, even though they're so angry. Right? I was driving a tractor at the time, and at one stage, I was so mesmerised by the sheer idiocy of the conversation that I drove over a fence and into a wall, waking up from my reverie with a shock and reaching for the pause button before I did myself or the tractor further damage. Haskell is a very skilled podcaster. Thank True. you. When it comes to rugby and some of his interviews are genuinely interesting, but this, well, it just isn't. <laughs> I love it. Now, I will say this. What a flanker has a purpose. You have kind of people with um, a name or a reputation on. Yeah. You talk to them about their life. Yeah. I don't disagree that this is a bit pointless, but... No, it's not. Isn't that partly agony- what makes listen, it so easy? It is, but we're also agony aunts. Like, how many people have written in problems? We're not, like, we, we run out of problems. Yeah, well, we're not qualified. But, yeah, but, but it's like I want it to be something fun, interactive, for, for to people's agony aunts, for us to discuss them. I'd like to say we've got like a reasonable worldview. Like, yes, we come from... I come from a privileged background, we have these things, but still worldly-wise, like, I don't turn up to work on my fucking penny farthing with a silver spoon in and around my ass. I understand, you know... No one would life. be shocked if you did that. No, no one would be shocked. But I, I think we, we, we offer something different, and actually some of it's quite funny. It's meant to be light entertainment. If you want to go to a... Fu- if you want real therapy, go to a fucking therapist. Don't come to the Haskells. We know nothing apart from being lols and drinking. <laughs> Just drinking through podcasts. Right, there's two more, and then we're done. Rubbish. Pretty, pretty rubbish <laughs> chat. First episode was all right. Second one was worse. Don't listen to the show if you need intellectual, stim- intellectual stimulation or even a good laugh. Presenters have no concern at all about using inclusive language and they don't contribute anything to developing a better society. I wouldn't recommend. What a terrible case of affairs. Right. I loved it. Uh, thank you so much for all of those who took the time to write out such articulate feedback. It was... It was someone's yeah. actually written... Sorry, just one more because I know Chloe's like rolling eyes, but someone's written so cringe and horrendowdy. Right, which I don't, I mean, they're trying to write her end. I like and then horrendous. someone's gone, discuss teng. Right, let me read how they spell this. D-I-S-C-U-S-T-E-N-G. Teng. <laughs> discuss teng. This was disgusting. Disgusting. So cringe and horrendowdy. <laughs> I love it. Right. Last we question. do actually have a lot of really nice Oh, listen, well. of course we do. But it's not, they're not funny people being really nice, is it? Life's not about that. I love, it's like mean tweets. I really enjoy it. I don't think it's serious. Right. This is just an email, and it says, basically, um, two years have been together, let's say um, between two to four stone they've gained, and especially since March, lockdown, furlough, etc. I love going to the gym and being active, but my downfall is motivation, having the self-discipline to actually get up and out of the house. I try my best, but if my partner suggests not go doing it, and the classic, shall we go tomorrow, I'm already in my comfies on the sofa. I previously worked in the fitness industry, albeit a while back, so I'm pretty good with knowing... Albeit. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Um, I'm capable of combining a simple program for me and her to follow. I want to be able to just crack on and hope she follows. Uh, I have heard you suggest to others about going to classes together, but my partner wouldn't do this in a million years because of how self-conscious she is about her current weight. I say that everyone is in the gym for a reason and no one is looking or cares about anyone else, but it doesn't work. I'd be grateful for any advice you can give us, me, to help us get on back on track. Thanks in advance and keep up the great work. Tubby Lesbian. I didn't, that's what she's written, like, that's on the document. Um, it's so funny how people talk about themselves and how, I don't know, I, I don't know. Um, okay, Because so, basically, the reason we're going to put that finish on that last question is, is, is that there's a lot of pressure, New Year, New You, people are going to eat whatever they want, they're going to have Christmas rails, going to fall out, people are going to gain weight. 
What would be your advice? Because you're running your, your online coaching and you've got the oh, EC yeah, method yeah, yeah, and yeah. Chloe made it. You've got all the stuff going on. You're the perfect person to give some sage advice. Well, yeah, uh, I don't want to use this as a platform to self-promote, but we have a ton of women and one lesbian coach at the helm um, on, you, our, on, our, <laughs> on our group coaching platform called the EC method. And we have loads of couples as well. Um, both same-sex couples and married couples. So, uh, you know, if you just go on my Instagram, you, you could join up and follow it and we could coach you. So there's that. But aside from that, let's just park that for a minute. Um, all you need to do is get, like, it doesn't even have to be a Fitbit. It could just be a pedometer or something. You don't have to start by going to the gym by any means. Um, start hitting ten to 12,000 steps a day. So just go on one or two walks every day with your partner so, they, so she doesn't feel insecure um, about being in the gym with people. Start to tighten up your diet. Um, I know a lot of people are really like put off by tracking calories, um, but honestly, uh, if you want to have a bit more freedom in your diet, is then eat what you normally eat, but maybe just slightly less of it, or eat more than you've ever eaten before, but come out at a, an appropriate calorie intake for fat loss, um, which for women generally, typically, be, t- seems to be somewhere around that fifteen hundred a day mark. Um, cleaning up your diet and do it, and, and kind of looking at calories. If you do these two things, you can have significant weight loss inside of a period of, of eight weeks. I mean, significant, I know, because I do this for a living and I've done this for many women. Um, when and when you feel comfortable to get to a gym, get into a gym and start lifting some weights as well as continuing to hit those step goals. And not only will you transform your body um, from a, you know, like a physique standpoint, an aesthetic standpoint, you're also going to greatly increase your immediate health um, and also your longevity of life and also your quality of life, your ability to fight off disease, survive disease. I mean, you're doing a huge, huge service to your body. Um, and you don't actually, when, when you get to a point where you have lost the weight, although I would say focus more on losing fat, not weight, because the latter isn't a very good thing at all. Um, when you have lost a significant amount of body fat, guess what? We can increase your calories and you can stop dieting. I think people think that they have to be on a diet forever. You fucking don't. Um, that's the answer. Um, so yeah, I would say go look at look at my Instagram, come on the EC method. I'm also taking a much smaller group of clients, just me, in January. So that's an option. Um, and sometimes paying for something makes you accountable. You yeah, you every it. time I've done a plan for friends, they don't fucking no. do it. Not they maybe one day, if that, they don't fucking do it because I don't make them pay and then and they're not accountable. Sometimes actually saying, No, I'm paying for this, I should do it is a huge motivation in and of itself. And I think the one thing, one of you's gotta decide who's gonna be the one that's leading the charge. Every couple, you can't both be have you know two two sheep. You need a shepherd, and what you got to decide if this is your thing and you want to do it, you're gonna have to lead it. So when she says go and sit on the sofa, you're gonna have to say no. no. You have to dig in. You have to decide. And sometimes it's hard, but everyone needs a leader, and you've got to be the leader in that relationship on those terms. Chloe, it's Christmas Eve. Yes. We've done with 20 episodes of Couples Quarantine. Merry Christmas. You're fit. Let's get steaming. If you like this podcast, you please just share. You just we're not winning any awards for who's good looking. <laughs> and then you're like, you're really No, fit. I said you were fit. Go back and watch the tape. I said you're fit. I'm not winning any awards. Thanks so much for tuning in to 20 episodes. We love you guys. Please um, follow our social media channels, Couples Quarantine, Couples Quarantine Pod. Send your uh, questions and, and problems and solutions to cqquestions at jameshaskell.org. If you like this video, like this podcast, please share, please subscribe. Please give us some feedback. Even if you hate us, let us know. I'm James Haskell. I'm Chloe. Merry motherfucking Christmas to all of you and we'll catch you all in the new year. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.